You're listening to a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned to hear the rest of your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning. You're listening to Dirt Radio on 3CR this morning, 8.55am on your radio dial. This show is sponsored by Friends of the Earth and broadcasts from NAM in the Kulin Nations, also known as Melbourne, Victoria, where sovereignty was never ceded. So this week we're continuing to unpack the sustainable city oxymoron and get down to where the rubber hits the road with the Friends of the Earth Get On Board campaign. If you tuned in a couple of weeks ago or listened to the podcast, you'll have heard from Friends of the Earth Sustainable Cities campaigner Rachel Linsky that transport is the second largest source of our carbon emissions and the fastest growing as well. So where do the plans for Victoria's biggest transport project, the North East Link, fit in? With me in the studio today to tell us more about that is Don Stokes member of the Warringal Conservation Society, a community group doing what they can to resist the expansion of the North East Link project. Good morning, Don. Good morning. Thanks for coming to the studio this morning. My pleasure. So um, there's an explainer video on the project website which says the road is the missing link to Melbourne's freeway network planned to slash travel times, reduce bottlenecks and get trucks off local roads. So for those people sitting in traffic listening to this right now, um, can you tell us what's so bad about that? Uh, what's so bad about North East Link? Where do I start? It, it is such a ridiculously huge project and one of the worst things about it, it will just continue um, propagating the myth that more roads and wider roads and more lanes will um, fix con- traffic congestion, whereas the lived evidence of all major cities in the world is the exact opposite. And um, the the reason that we've got such a mess at the moment is that public transport's been totally neglected for quite a few government cycles. Um, road transport seems to have the say behind it, and now we're seeing an increasing influence of the corporate sector behind um, infrastructure planning. Mm. Okay, so um, can you tell us a bit more about the the corporate influence? Who's sort of who's behind the planning that has um, a big say in these sorts of projects? It um, it looks a bit like Transurban is behind this as well. Like Transurban's behind the um, um, the Westgate Tunnel. You know, we've seen the, we've seen the government just sort of abandon um, the distributor and mm-hmm. go straight to the corporate recommended solution and and uh, just. Uh, without any community consultation and um, against the advice of of transport experts. Mm. Um, On the project website, there's um, there's a link to the community engagement process at the moment. Um, The Warringal, your um, conservation society has put together a submission to that, haven't they? Uh, Yeah, we're um, trying to do what we can uh, within the EPBC process mm-hmm. and uh, the environmental effects 
statement. But the language of all those sorts of processes is um, um, to do the minimum minimum damage and best practice and those sorts of statements that still um, they don't allow space for saying, well, there's just a line, environmental line that's been crossed here. We can't mm. go ahead with this project. You know, they they they're just saying that mm. you know it's going to go ahead, and we'll mm. try and do the the minimum environmental damage possible. Yeah. And um, Warringal Conservation Air Society um, covers the Banyul Flats mm-hmm. um, in the Heidelberg area in Banyul, and it's a really it's a fantastic success story. They've rehabilitated the natural vegetation there over the last 50 years, and it's an absolutely spectacular area. We've got Banyal Swamp, and we've got a lot of we've got migratory birds, um, powerful owls. There's a hell of a lot of um, fauna and flora there that's going to be affected by this massive project. You know, it's, mm. admittedly, it's it's a tunnel that's going to go underneath it, but just in the periphery, in the in the uh, lead. In the roads leading to it, the roads leading away from it, massive spaghetti interchanges. Uh, the project covers um, a thousand hectares is the total mm-hmm. area that it will cover during construction, and and the area affected by it, and the actual area of land it'll take is is about two hundred, uh, sorry, a hundred hectares, yeah, a, and the area that it will cover permanently is twenty hectares, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, and according to your website, um, you had a special meeting recently um, with ecologists engaged in the North East Link Authority to collect ecological data to inform the environmental effects statement for the project. Can you speak a little bit more to the, the mitigation for the project? Um, I'm not really across uh, much of that. There's there's a few, There's like there's some threatened plants there like the matted flax lily, flax lily and mm. it's going to uh the project's going to just cover the area where they are so they're talking about offsets like planting another colony of it somewhere else it, mm. it doesn't really compensate for the destruction of it That's and the right. Watsonia army barracks has got quite a significant area of really intact woodland and there's going to be a six lane trench mm. goes straight through that as well there's, there's going to be – it's going to affect five waterways. Um, two creeks are going to be turned into barrel drains. That just – it's going to have a massive environmental mm. impact. Yeah. yeah, and when do they actually say no yeah, <laughs> to exactly. these developments? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, what other alternative solutions uh, is your group advocating for? Um, basically to reset the priority to public transport because people don't – I don't. I think people don't absorb – they don't really understand what $16 billion is, what a massive amount of money it is. Mm. It's more money than it would cost for Metro 2, and Metro 2 would would mean that you wouldn't need the east-west link. It would take so many cars off the road through that corridor, whereas this project, it's not even really a ring road. It's just going to go directly south from the M80 from the northern ring road, and it appears to be designed to, for maximum toll harvest rather than maximum effectiveness mm. of reducing congestion. And it's going to direct a huge amount of traffic onto the eastern freeway and they're going to do massive r- lane additions there. I think it's going to be 18 lanes wide in its widest wow. place. And, <laughs> and that leads us to sort of dumping tens of thousands of cars mm. 
right in an area now where if you go there right now, I think you'll find it's all gridlocked and they're all mm. waiting to get onto mm. Alexander Parade. And so, therefore, we will need the East-West Link, which the Liberals are saying and Labor Party will no doubt come mm. to the same position. So it's like a coalition of roads that we're up yeah. against, you know. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and when do how else are we going to reduce the amount of cars on the road if it's not coming from the manufacturers themselves or other initiatives from the government? You know, roads seem to be um, reducing the amount of roads seems to have a, one of the best effects for reducing cars. Yeah, and and induced traffic is it, look, it's it's a fact. You know, it's not a theory. And mm-hmm. um, and the sad thing about this is that. It's just going to. Um, it's just going to mean that for the next couple of decades, we're just going to be stuck with roads. It's going to absorb any budget that could fix the problem by getting people off roads onto public transport. So, mm. it's um, it's like a, you know, it's a it's a self fulfilling prophecy almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well. Um how how can people get involved in uh, in what your group's doing and um, in other um, ways within the campaign? Um, I'd say the best ways to get involved is to go onto the uh, Sustainable Cities Get On Board website and mm-hmm. there's lots of information there. There's, there's links to what people can do. There's petitions to sign and, uh, and also um, the Public Transport Users Group. Um, they're, they're great. They've got a really good website, mm-hmm. lots of information, lots of opportunities to get involved. And Warringal Conservation Society has got a website. We're, we're principally uh, a... Um, an organisation that looks after the natural environment. We're not really an activist group that are well equipped to stand against this sort of project. Mm-hmm. But um, but by, go to our website and, and have a look at the sort of area that we're trying to protect. You know, mm. What we've got to lose here is just it's, it's irreplaceable and it's invaluable. Mm. Yeah. Great. Thank you. So... Um, We'll be um, we'll actually be hearing a bit more from um, the Public Transport Users Association from Tony Morton um, after the break, but um, we'll put all the the links for the Get On Board campaign and the Warringal Conservation Society um, up on the Dirt Radio website, uh, so you can look that up if you want to listen to the podcast. Thanks very much, Don, for speaking to us this morning. No worries, thank you. We'll be right back after this community service announcement. We know you love our 3CR Radical Radio t-shirts, and so do we. They're a bargain at $20 for adults and $15 for kids, and come in black, white, grey, and a cool light blue. To nab one of these beauties, drop into the station at 21 Smith Street, or order by phoning 9419-8377. Or you can visit us online at 3cr.org.au forward slash shop. Come on, you know you want one. And the truth is... The Smith Street Dreaming Festival is coming soon. Smith Street Dreaming has become one of the area's most anticipated street festivals. This year, we're featuring Dave Arden and Band, Alice Skye, Benny Walker, Birds, the Jury Jury Dance Group and Indigenous Hip Hop Projects with MC Layla Guruwiri from the Mangrook Footy Show and much more. Smith Street Dreaming 
corner of Smith Street and Stanley Street's Collingwood. Saturday, July the 22nd, 1pm to 5 o'clock. Smith Street Dreaming, one street, many mobs, one community. Smith Street Dreaming is a drug and alcohol free event and a 3CR supporter. Okay, welcome back to Dirt Radio. Um, next up, we have Tony Morton on the line. Um, Tony's the president for the Public Transport Users, Users Association, or the PTUA for short, which is a Melbourne-based peak advocacy body that's been advocating for policy reform and has been running campaigns since 1976. Hi, Tony. Thanks for calling in this morning. Hi there. Good morning. Morning. Um, so I did a bit of research, Tony, uh, on your um, the ptua.org.au website and I noticed a solid list of achievements of hard-won improvements made to Melbourne's public transport system and that includes things like all-night ra- uh, trains on New Year's Eve, tram extensions, increased weekend frequencies um, and bikes on trains, just to name a few. Um, can you tell us a bit more about what um, what the PTUA does, Tony? Yeah, sure. sure. Um, so, so our, our association has, has been around since uh, 1976. Back back in those days, we were called the Train Travellers Association. We were, we were actually founded by uh, uh, by by a fellow who who, who was uh, a regular train commuter and had just got a bit too fed up with um, with, with his trains being late and cancelled, and decided that uh, he was going to he was going to form a citizens group to uh, um, to, to to campaign for better public transport, and that's how that's how it really got started um, back back then. And uh, and I guess there was uh, there was there was an early victory back 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 in those days um, because uh, around 1980 the government came out with something called the Loney Report, which was um, a uh, um, they they actually appointed a, um, a former CEO of, um, of General Motors actually to, uh, to 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 look into Victoria's transport system and it pretty much recommended uh, shutting the whole thing down or uh, most train services would be replaced with buses, all of them after 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 dark and mm. uh, every every country rail service except the Geelong line would be uh, would be shut down and replaced with buses, um, trams would be replaced with buses, all, all, all these kinds of things. So it was. Um, there, there was actually a major campaign around then. The, the, the PTUA was, uh, or, or Train Travellers Association, as it was then, was uh, was, was was one of the major um, uh, players in that campaign, I suppose. But it was also, you know, um, unions, environment groups, and, um, and 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 other community organisations who, uh, who who really ultimately uh, led to the, to the defeat of most of those. Proposals to to shut down aspects of the systems. This this was really in the days when uh, when public transport was in a vulnerable position because um, it had been uh, it had been losing patronage um, as, as 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 we know the uh, the post war growth of car use and the uh, really the, um, the, the in those days the inability of our public transport authorities to really bite the bullet and um, and, and make their system compete with car travel um, was 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 really harming patronage on the system mm. um, and so. In, in those days, it was really about, and, and a lot of the campaigns 
um, in, in, in those early decades were, were, were about basically preventing things from getting worse. Um, and I guess it's 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 interesting given given that history to uh, to, to look at the uh, to, to look at what, what's happening currently, which is um, we we have in a way turned the corner a bit, and uh, what what we're now seeing is that uh, governments are starting to embrace the idea of actually making public transport better rather than just marking time with the system and uh, and and, and uh, community groups like the PTUA fighting rearguard actions to, mm. uh, to, to 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 stop things getting worse but at the same time of course we're, we're also seeing um, uh, transport policy moving in um, uh, in, in, you know unsustainable and and damaging directions with um, with, with the continued emphasis on road building mm. um, and that's what makes it particularly concerning I think we've just heard about the northeast link um, that's Right. That's that's just one of the you know there's kind of a triple threat now um, built building up with the northeast link and the Westgate Tunnel and the East West Link, which is uh, as as we kind of expected been been resurrected by the state opposition. Um, and this this is this is ultimately um, you, you know it's a move to 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 uh, to again continue the importing of a Los Angeles style road system in, into Melbourne, um, mm. uh, contrary to, uh, to to all international experience, which which says if you build yourself an LA-style road system, all you get is LA-style traffic. And mm. uh, and and, and <laughs> if uh, you know if you think if you think traffic's bad in Melbourne at the moment, you really have to go and try try getting around in a car in LA to, to mm. see what 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 really happens when uh, when when you become so so dependent on cars and you uh, you you basically put so much money into building roads and uh, mm. and have uh, so so little left over to to do anything else with uh, with, with transport provision. Mm. You know. L- L- LA isn't is, isn't the absolute worst here. I mean, they are they are building they are building a few um, a, a few little light rail lines, and uh, they've, they've 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 got um, they've got some half decent bus routes there. But uh, but but really the uh, uh, the the more we uh, the more we put into roads and depending on cars, the, the the more difficult we actually make it for anything else to 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 compete with um, with with car travel to get people around. And mm. so you you wind up in this trap where where everyone uh, everyone can see that getting around is, uh, is 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 a nightmare, but it um, but but it becomes more and more difficult to actually um, uh, to, to actually embrace an alternative and for governments to actually mm. um, to, to actually support alternatives. We see it we see it with um, you know the proposals for new train lines. It's uh, it's it's interesting that. Uh, Really, if you if you look at things like um, the a lot of the train lines that, that we've advocated for in the past, like um, the rail extensions to Doncaster and to Roeville and to the airport, um, you know the best time to do those was really twenty or thirty years ago. Um, and now, of course, you can you can you can do them, but as we know, it's 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 costing a lot more to do that, and uh, and that's because in the meantime we have. Uh, yeah. We've we've we we've done so much moving in the opposite direction that we actually um, we we actually inhibit our capacity to uh, mm. to, to actually make things better. So yeah. so they, but yeah. <laughs> so, so really, as well as doing the good stuff, we've got to make sure we avoid doing the bad stuff at the yeah. same time because it just makes things more difficult. Yeah, <laughs> and um, mm. with with the climate in mind and the need to reduce carbon emissions, um, how many cars do we? really need to reduce from our roads if we're to have a significant impact on curbing increasing emissions? 
Yeah, it, it, uh, I guess it's a multi-dimensional problem. So uh, I, I, I guess um, the uh, um, on on the one hand, there's um, you know what 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 do we need to do to really get a grip on congestion? Um, and and congestion is what worries a lot of people day 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 to day. And it's in in a way, it's a problem that's always going to be with us to uh, to, to some extent. But um, you know the the, uh, the obvious thing there is you give people alternatives that means they don't have to sit in congestion. They can basically do um, travel by another mode that, um, that, that that avoids the congestion problem. But it's also important to think about mode shift from cars to public and active transport, walking and cycling, um, as 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 a way to to reduce the energy intensity and emissions intensity of our transport system. Mm. Um, so the. Uh, um, we we know that um, you know a trip a trip by by, by train or tram, e- even though they they use electricity, and at least the the train system do- doesn't yet get electricity from renewable sources. The tram system is is in the process of doing that, but mm. um, you know it, it it does mean you're burning a bit of coal to travel by train. But at the same time, because um, because it's an inherently more efficient mode of transport, and you're travelling with, um, with 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 a bunch of other people, your your emissions per person on public transport are a fraction of what they are if uh, if you're in a single occupant car. Mm. So the uh, so, so 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 moving not 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 just to to active transport, which is zero emission, but also to public transport, which is very low emission, um, yeah. is is a big part of the solution to actually reducing that transport component of our um, of our overall greenhouse emissions. Which has really been overlooked in, uh, in in recent years. I think people uh, we we all we all talk about the the electricity sector, and there's um, you know there, there is some progress being made there. We've 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 got renewable sources of electricity um, going going up all over the system. It's it, it's not progressing as quickly as uh, as some people would like. But at the same time, there there, there are other countries of the world that have gone further with us further than mm. us in, in decarbonising their electricity system. And what they now find is that the biggest source of emissions in their countries now is, is transport. Yep. And so they're really have, having to bite the bullet on reducing the emissions intensity of transport. Now, now of course, electric vehicles um, are, are, are one thing you can, uh, you can, you, you, you can use for that. Um, but, of course, um, that... Uh, that that only get, get gets you part of the way, and it doesn't do anything about your congestion problem. So the thing the thing about um, you know in, in encouraging more use of public transport and active transport, which is which is consistent with what with, uh, what what the majority of the community would like us to do in future as well, um, is, uh, is 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 actually um, you know it, it's it's serving the triple bottom line, and it's it's serving multiple goals at the same time. So you not not only are, are you reducing uh, your emissions intensity from your Travel. Not only are you um, avoiding contributing more to traffic congestion, um, you're also you're also getting healthier because you're walking more. Because mm. public transport basically functions as an extension of walking when it works properly. Mm. Um, and uh, and and so there are there, there, there are all these There's good all reasons sorts of to, have, to have to have more public transport use yeah. and, and, and less car use. But our our politicians, unfortunately, um, you know that they, they they seem to get distracted by the idea of spending vast sums of money on on big pieces. Of infrastructure and uh, and 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 these big roads really just come ready made for them um, and uh, and and at the, the, the political level maybe it it, it, it it can be quite hard to resist but I think what 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 you need to do there is uh, just uh, and 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 we've uh, we've we, we've really gone out to politicians and uh, and and and, and emphasised on them that um, you know you can um, there there are some there are some quite interesting big infrastructure projects you can do on the on the 
on, on the public transport side of yeah, things as and, well. And um, I mean, can you tell us a bit about the um, the metro rail um, improvements? Um, I work in the city, and I see a lot of um, there's a lot of construction going on, and there's a I think there's a pop up shop on uh, Swanson Street that uh, it has a bit of information about that. Has the PTUA had any involvement in advocating for? Uh, for the metro um, improvements, yeah. So, so, so the metro tunnel or Mel- Melbourne Metro One, as it's sometimes called, is the um, is, is 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 basically the, uh, the, the the tunnel that's going in un- under Melbourne to um, to to provide a new independent connection between Footscray and South Yarra. And what that's really about is um, is 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 boosting the uh, the amount of capacity by by train from the western suburbs. The, the western suburbs is a massive growth area in Melbourne. At the moment and it's uh, it's one where public transport has always been substandard um, all the alternatives to car use have been really substandard and you see that if you're on the Westgate Bridge in the morning um, but uh, it's it's a very car dependent part of Melbourne and part of um, Part of part of giving people in the western suburbs um, more, more transport choices is, um, is 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 a massive expansion in rail service, and the metro tunnel is part of that. Um, it actually, um, if you if you count up the, num- the number of people who can, um, you know, just 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 get a modest train service through through that tunnel, and compare it with um, with the capacity of a traffic lane, that the metro tunnel is worth about another th- another three Westgate bridges worth of transport capacity. Mm. So it's a, it is. It is a big deal, even though it's just one pair of tracks. It's mm. um, it's it, it is inherently a big capacity boosting project for for the western suburbs of Melbourne, and so we uh, we basically um, we. We've we've we, we, we've been behind that for for a few years now, um, supporting that on, on the basis that it's um, it, it provides that needed capacity boost for, for mm. the western suburbs. Um, yeah. At the same time, it's got to be done right. So you don't you don't go and build this this huge infrastructure and then not run the kind of train service that it merits. Um, so you've also got to think about the service plan and how you're actually going to provide that um, that, that 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 really good level of service that's really going to encourage people to leave their car at home yeah. and and and. and, and Use the train and actually yeah. do something about um, about congestion and car dependence mm. um, through, throughout Melbourne. Yeah, and so so PTUA is a is a member based organisation. Um, so in the advocacy for improved um, rail networks like the Metro Tunnel, um, what what does it mean to be a member? How do members um, engage with the PTUA to have a say on um, improving uh, connect- connectivity with the rail services and um, and having some some influence through through your organisation? Yeah, so um, yeah, that, that, that's it. We are we are a membership based organisation, so we don't really get any any other sources of funding beyond what our members provide. Um, and uh, and and the people who run the PTUA, I guess. So those, those who are those who are active in the organisation and, uh, and 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 are on the, uh, I guess the the the, the committee to um, who uh, who actually do do the day to day work of the PTUA. They're all volunteers. So um, we uh, we have had um, we, we ha- have had paid campaigners from time to time, and of course we are supporting the Sustainable Cities campaign with, with um, alongside Friends of the Earth. Um, so that's a big um, a, a big campaign for us. Um, but, uh, but 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 at the same time, it's 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 really the the PTUA is a is a forum for, for people in the community who are um, who, who are supportive of, of the idea of better public transport and uh, and 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 more choices in transport policy in Melbourne and and, and not just importing um, LA's traffic problem in, into the city to 
are to, to, to really get active and, uh, and, mm-hmm. and help, help with campaign work to actually make, make things happen on, on behalf of the public interest. Yeah. Okay, yeah. great. Okay, thanks, Tony. We'll have to leave it there for this morning. Um, okay. Thanks for joining us on Dirt Radio, and um, uh, we'll we'll be go- we'll be wrapping up in a moment. So, um, for those out there, we were just listening to Tony Morton, um, president of the Public Transport Users Association, on the North East Link project and uh, the work that they do advocating for better rail networks in Melbourne. Um, so we'll be back next Tuesday at nine thirty. Dirt Radio is affiliated with Friends of the Earth Melbourne. And we'll put the podcast for this show up on the 3cr.org.au website and the relevant links so you can stay informed and have your say as well on the North East Link project and get on board with the Faux Sustainable Cities campaign. So um, enjoy the rest of your day and um, I'll be leaving you with, uh, with a song, Get Up, Stand Up by Bob Marley. <laughs>